0: Our scripture today comes from Luke 24, beginning with verse 13. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood with their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you only a visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not him, they did not see. He said to them, How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter His glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, He explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning Himself." As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if He were going further. But they urged Him strongly, Stay with us, for it's nearly evening, the day's almost over. So He went in to stay with them. When He was at table with them, He took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized Him. And He disappeared from their sight This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hello, Christ Church and all of our friends joining us today. If you're with us on Facebook, say hello to other friends in the chat and let us know you're here. If you're on the website, we'd love to hear from you too. Send us a prayer request or praise report. And of course, you can follow along with my outline on the website or the church app. So how are you doing today? Remember this, He is risen. He is risen indeed. That truth changes everything. We can have hope when things seem hopeless. We can have peace as we ponder the future. We can have joy in the midst of every circumstance. And why is that? Jesus is alive. God is with us. God's promises are true. Amen? Amen. Amen. Last week we had a glorious Easter Sunday celebration of Jesus' resurrection. A great time of worship, shouting, and praise. Of course, today, because of the Scriptures, we have the benefit of the big picture. The whole story. According to the Scriptures, Jesus first appeared to the women, then to Peter, then to the apostles, then to some 500 at one time, also to James, the Lord's brother, and eventually to the Apostle Paul too. Today we see the story of the resurrection with a big picture perspective, but those earliest disciples were still trying to comprehend, still trying to make sense of everything on that first Easter Sunday. In our text for today, Two of Jesus' disciples had decided to get out of town in order to sort of sort things out. Uh, They were on the road to Emmaus, a town just outside of Jerusalem, and they met one who seemed a stranger to them at first along the way. Well, what do we know about these two disciples, one of them named Cleopas? Well, first of all, they were distraught, they were devastated. Do any of us know what that feels like? Have you ever had your dreams shattered, your hopes disappointed, your expectations destroyed? Well, that's what happened to them as they watched Jesus being crucified on the cross. They couldn't believe it, couldn't imagine this would happen. So they needed to talk about it. They needed to get away to process Well, the stranger approached, and we read in Luke 24, 17, he asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. Downcast, distraught, devastated, heartbroken. What else can we say about these two disciples? They were confused. They were completely blindsided by what had happened. They were thinking one way, but circumstances went another way. Has that ever happened to any one of us? Certainly this worldwide pandemic blindsided us in many ways. We didn't see that coming. Life takes unexpected twists and turns that we never ever counted on. These two disciples were downcast, confused. They asked the stranger, Are you the only one who doesn't know what happened this past week to Jesus of Nazareth? They told Him in Luke 24, 19 through 21, He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers, they handed Him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified Him. But we had hoped that He was The one who was going to redeem Israel. To redeem means to save, to free, to liberate, to restore. We thought he was the one. Everything was going so well. And now he's dead. They hadn't expected that. It just didn't make sense. What do you do when things don't make sense? when circumstances go wrong, when you've got more questions than answers and your emotions are raw. In times like that, I have found it is so helpful to get together with close, trusted friends to talk and to get perspective. I pray that we're all developing those kind of relationships, lifeline relationships that hopefully we have among our family and friends That we can certainly develop in the body of Christ as well. You know, the church can be so helpful in that way. Well, what else can we say about these two disciples? Another thing, they were amazed. On top of all the confusing circumstances and unsettling emotions, these two early disciples heard a report that Jesus was not dead, that he was alive. It was stunning almost unthinkable. And yet, what if He truly was alive? They told the stranger in Luke 24, In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find His body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said He was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not, him they did not see. What do you do when God moves unexpectedly? What do you do when God's plan unfolds unexpectedly? When it happens, we're stunned. We're blown away. We're amazed. Have you been there? One of the great things about Our Christian faith is how God moves in our life, often in amazing, unexpected, unanticipated ways. One of the most dramatic things I experienced was the change of heart that God worked in my own father's life that I've talked about before. But I've seen things happen in countless other lives, too. What are some of your stories How has God shown up mightily in your world? These earliest disciples were stunned and amazed by the women's report of Jesus' resurrection. A fourth thing we can say about these two, they were searching, searching for the way forward. In the midst of all of these distressing, confusing, and amazing emotions, these disciples were looking for insight, looking for answers, looking for direction. Who hasn't felt that? Who hasn't felt that especially over all that's happened these past 12 months? I'm thinking about that almost every day, reading the headlines, watching my newsfeed. Lord, where is this world headed? Lord, what is going on in our world? What's going on as well in my family, with my friends, with me? My point, we've been where those earliest disciples were. Distraught, confused, as well as amazed and searching. We know about that. But do we know that an encounter with Jesus Christ can change everything? How many of us have a story about that? Remember, it was Jesus who said in Matthew 7-7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. You know, if we expect God to move in our lives, we'll see it. It was a real experience for those first disciples. They encountered the risen Jesus and were changed That's why we read their stories in the scriptures. That's why their testimonies are so helpful. Their interactions and their experiences with Jesus and his resurrection were firsthand and are so important. What are some of the things that apply to our lives from this story on the road to Emmaus? Well, first of all, Jesus came and walked and talked among them. Luke 24, 15 reads, As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus Himself came up and walked along with them. They didn't recognize Him at first. Now why? That's a natural question that leaps out of the text. Some have said perhaps they were too grief-stricken, too focused on their despair. Others have said, Well, maybe something supernatural was going on. We know that Jesus was in His resurrected body at that point. The text simply says they were kept from recognizing Him. Anyhow, Jesus came and walked and talked with them. Remember this, Jesus is interested in you and your story. Post interested in the chat. Jesus comes alongside us. Even in the midst of our heartache, our struggles, our despair, Jesus is interested. He cares. When have you needed to know that? When have you discovered what those disciples did that Jesus cares? One of the most comforting things about the Christian faith is this. God is with us. Jesus lived among us. His Holy Spirit lives within us in the midst of any and every crisis of life. Remember this, God is with us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God is with us. Jesus is interested. Jesus cares. He walked and He talked with them. Another takeaway for us from this story, Jesus shared the Scriptures with them. Post scriptures in the chat. He pointed them to our best source of truth about God. Jesus heard their despair. He saw their, their questions and, and their, their uncertainty, and He used the scriptures to help them to discover a whole new perspective. He said, did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter His glory. And then we read in Luke twenty four twenty seven, And beginning with who? Moses and all the prophets. He explained to them what was said in all the Scriptures concerning who? Himself. Wouldn't you have loved to have been in that Bible study? The Scriptures had said in Deuteronomy 18, 15, The Lord will raise up a prophet like Moses. All of Isaiah 53 speaks of a suffering servant who pours out his life unto death for his people. The book of Psalms has many references to God's anointed one. Sometime Google messianic prophecies. There are over 40 passages, really more than that, in the Old Testament that point to Jesus as God's anointed one. The Scriptures continue to be our greatest source for information and encounter with God. They tell us everything we need to know about God, about ourselves, about His plan for our lives. Now, that doesn't mean it's an easy read. In fact, reading the Scripture is demanding. So we need to set aside regular time. We need to rid ourselves of distractions. We need to ponder it as we read and... And be connected in a group to talk about it. I have experienced this. My discipleship experience happens best in a group. Where I can talk, where I can share, where I can discuss. Another takeaway from this story. Jesus revealed himself to them. Post revealed in the chat. Eventually their eyes were opened. They were no longer prevented from seeing Him. What did it? Well, the text said it was the breaking of the bread. Luke 24, 30 says, When He was at the table with Him, He took bread, He gave thanks, He broke it, began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized Him. Remember this. Jesus wants to reveal Himself to us, to the whole world. We see Him most clearly in remembering His broken body, His shed blood. That's the heart of our gospel story. God loves us and the world so much. He was willing to go that far. We must never forget. Well, what else can we take away from this story about Jesus and those two disciples? He turned their hearts on fire. (laughs) Post on fire in the chat. There is nothing like a personal encounter with the living Lord Jesus. After they recognized Him, the change was immediate. Their hearts were on fire. They could not contain the joy that instantly flooded their souls. Luke 24, 32 reads, They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us? while He talked with us on the road and opened the Scriptures to us, encountering Jesus changes everything. Their sorrow was turned to joy. Their despair was changed to hope. Their confusion became certainty. That's what Jesus wants to do in all of our lives. Provide hope, assurance, joy. And He alone has the power to do it how through his life death and resurrection won't you believe in the Lord Jesus today put your faith your trust in him and his resurrection let's pray let's pray together Oh, heavenly father gracious Lord Like those earliest disciples, we know what it is to be distraught, confused, searching. Sometimes our dreams lie shattered or we are in the pit of despair. Yet because of what you have done through your son Jesus, there is always hope. Because of his life, death and resurrection, we can experience your love, your truth, your power. His resurrection changes everything. Lord, as we place our faith, our trust in Jesus and what He has done, You accept us. You forgive us. You redeem us. You save us. We receive this gift again today. Or perhaps for the first time. Lord God, thank You For your amazing good news. We love you Lord. We thank you. For your resurrection. Life. And truth. And power. In Jesus name we've prayed. And everyone said. Amen. Amen. I hope the message spoke to you today. Hey. Jesus life death and resurrection. Changes everything. Our hearts can be changed. Our lives can be redeemed. If you have questions about the message, let me hear from you. If you'd like to visit more about having a new life in Jesus Christ, I'd love to visit about that too. Hey, maybe you've joined us today and you have prayer requests or praise reports. Send them to us. We want to hear from you. Use the app. Go to the website. Hey, has God been blessing your life in very meaningful ways? You know, giving back is a tangible, a tangible way we can thank God for His goodness. You can use text to give, the app, you can go to the website, mail in your contributions. You know, your generosity, your giving makes a tremendous difference in the lives of people here in Tulsa, uh, across our state, around our world. Thank you. Hey, be sure to take advantage of our discipleship opportunities. Find all the information you need on our website, cumctulsa.com. God bless you today. Remember, He is risen. He is risen indeed. Look forward to these upcoming opportunities. For now, how does the news of Jesus' resurrection impact your life for good today? Hey, Brittany. Yeah, Lisa. Do you know what the leading cause of dry skin is? What is the leading cause of dry skin? Towels. (laughs) The Early Learning Center will reopen June 7th. We are excited to once again be a ministry in the early childhood community and serve as the hands and feet of Christ to our families. We are also celebrating our 50th year as a preschool. Would you keep us in your prayers and consider sharing our information with your friends? Together, we can experience a great new beginning. Many guests attend our services every week, either online or in the sanctuary, and we are thrilled to welcome them. Some have questions about our church, its beliefs, history, and membership, and we want to help. Discover CUMC is April 18th at 2 p.m., online and in person. You can learn more about our church and its ministries, or even join the church. Parenting has never been easy. Do you know a parent who is hurting because of choices their teen or adult children are making? We have a monthly support group for hurting parents that will meet today, April 11th at 5 p.m. on Zoom. You can find all of this information and more on our website, cumctulsa.com.